It's time for Done Being Single with your hosts, Trevor and Robbie Sharp. If you're dating the same type over and over again, making the same mistakes and not finding love, then you're not done being single. What you need is some tough love dating intervention, Trevor and Robbie style. Whether you're new to dating or have been dating forever, we've got you covered. Now, here are your hosts, Trevor and Robbie Sharp. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I don't blame him. It's depressing out there. Why is he crying? It's uh, it because romance is dying, people. It is it is a we're we're it's it's going extinct. It's going the way of the what? pterodactyl. Yeah. What? Is that right? Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I am. I have to say, this is an episode I've been waiting to do all year. Okay. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I am mad as hell, and I am not taking it anymore. Hmm. I I really feel strongly about this. In, in fact, I wrote a blog post just this week about it, called "Romance Is Dying," and here's how you can save it. And we're going to tell you guys today how you and you alone can save romance. Me alone? Well, not you, because you're good at it. I don't know. But your 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 brethren out there. My brethren. Yeah, your single brothers out there, and I'm going to say sisters too. Because, yeah, you can't blame you, me. No, I I can't. But but a lot of it does fall to the guy. Is that unfair? I, I, no, for, is I that think unfair? I think it's true. But I think that we uh, may have been now we're now conditioned by women accepting no romance as the norm so it doesn't feed into wanting to be romantic sometimes now and we have to kind of break that chain i think that's a pattern that i think we need to break well yes you could you, we could say that nowadays in the age of me too and feminism that and and bumble that women are definitely taking the lead and they're definitely um they're not it, it's not you know old fashioned courtship is just it's there's no such thing anymore but with that said i think there's a lot of bad behavior out there and women and women are absolutely to blame as well well i think that people are meeting people different ways today they're not meeting them through uh the old fashioned ways of uh, being fixed up or hooked up or uh, meeting them in a social setting, thats that has probably uh, fallen by the wayside to a large degree. Right, right. But so are our social skills. And so and, and are... because of that, social skills are fine, Right. Too. So I make the point in in my uh, post, shameless plug, trevorbrandonsharf.com, mm-hmm. um, that we're forgetting how to be um, charming. Mm-hmm. And people are getting lazy, and they're forgetting how to flirt, and they don't know what it's like to meet in real life anymore, because people are so dependent on on their devices. I think now it's become that if you do exhibit any type of romantic or chivalrous behavior, the woman is so surprised that it catches you off guard, and she's not expecting it. And so, again, we have to... Get, I think, get back to incorporating that into our modern day uh, 
technologically advanced uh, romantic state that we want to be in. We can't allow um, technology to override our ability to be romantic. Right, and but it is. But see, it is. Is that what's happening? Is I that- really believe that it is. And people are losing those skills. It's a muscle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the muscles are atrophying. And they're muscles just like any other muscles that need to be worked. Mm-hmm. You got to um, see the problem is people are just getting so complacent. They're on their phones. They're looking down all the time. They feel like, why even make an effort? Because it's too hard. It's too hard to go out there and make eye contact. I mean, what the fuck? is going on. I don't get it. I just, and you know what? Anybody um, over 40 knows exactly what I'm talking about. It's the people under 40 that I, I really worry about because they don't even, they don't, they don't know old-fashioned um, courting behaviors and skills. Would you say that's correct? Probably true. Uh, who would they have learned it from? Uh, nobody reads. Uh, they're, they're role models, whether it was their parents, uh, who knows how they met today uh so uh, you know people have been meeting online now for 20 years and uh so that can um, which is so bad because um look what they're missing out on um look what being face down in your phone keeps you from doing interacting um making human contact which i the point is another point I make is that people are so um, they want instant gratification. It's all about instant gratification. It's all about immediate chemistry, and the the part about um, so about t- dating apps and dating and uh, websites is that if you're looking for that, you know, instantaneous click, if you aren't, you know, a ten, if you're not. I, I mean, you're getting passed over. Right. Quickly. So how in the world are you able going to be able to make uh, find out what kind of chemistry you have with someone if I, you're not able to go past someone's looks? I, I think that these sites do not lend themselves for uh, any deep uh, abilities to see within a person. You're it's so it is superficial. It is an initial hit and it is a visual hit and you are either attracted to that initial hit or you're not and then you're swiping and you're going the other direction and seeing somebody else because it is basically a candy store out there it's online. A, it, yes and it's disposable it's disposable. and it and there is this feeling that okay well if it didn't work out with this chick or if it didn't happen with that guy oh i'm just going to go right back online in two seconds while my date is in the bathroom and there's an instant uh gratification uh an ego satisfaction that people can't wait to get home from actually being social with people and check their online uh, status and notifications. Their, wait till they get home. No, they do it right. They do on their phone. There, right, right there. It's if, well, sure. It's having a whole pocket full of thousands of people in your in your pocket. And that's why. <laughs> that's why. Oh, I'm I'm very upset about this. I can, can see. You that. T- I am. I'm I'm I, really I, upset. I know. I can tell. Because I am old-fashioned, and I think that there, I'm, I'm trying to find the way to be old-fashioned in a new technology world. Courage. Yes. That's what's going to take. Okay, well, yes, it is courage. It's courage to put your damn phone away. It's courage to get out 
It's courage to make eye contact. Oh, here's a big one. Um, it's courage. It takes courage not to text. Well, okay. How about that? Well, I'm all for that. I think um, texting is for pussies. It's a pussy move, man. Mm-hmm. It's texting is cowardly. Be more specific, though. It's not just that. It's texting. texting is, not it's... not texting to say, "Oh, I'm running late." But but what is this with people nowadays? What the hell? What people? No, be more specific care. about All right. what is bad about okay. texting. Let's not talk about, about uh, co- like getting to know people via text, carrying on day long conversation. Text does not conversa- replace a phone call no. when you're meeting somebody, either initially or when 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 you first are communicating with them. Texting is not a good way to get your point across. Oh my God, am I old? Convey. Uh, yes, but it, texting is not the way that you want to. Uh, really introduce yourself to the a new person. It's really not. It's I don't want to see somebody text me. I don't think. How about these day long text conversations that have, people carry on, carry on? I don't know about that. Oh my god! It sounds terrible. I, it it's just it's just the worst. Pick okay. up the phone and hear someone's voice and make the connection. The horror. It, it is. It's yeah. lazy. It's cowardly. Uh, I don't like it. Tell me, is there a difference between um, chivalry and romance? Uh, yes. No. Well, they go hand in hand. Okay. <laughs> um, they are, if you are romantic, you are usually chivalrous. And I want to get into okay. that later in the show. Yeah. I need you to, to really oh. remind your your single brothers mm-hmm. how to be romantic and chivalrous. Okay. Well, because that is just, like I said, going the way of the dodo bird. My romantic brothers. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Oh yes. Oh. Yeah. No, they're, everyone is just getting so lazy and so disconnected. Right, even their dogs are lazy and disconnected. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, but that's a great way to meet people. Dogs. Dogs, dog park. That'll get your ass up and out. Go to the dog park. Okay. Right? That's, yes. That's a great way to meet people. I mean, if you want instant chemistry, if you want instant gratification and immediate chemistry, there it is, people. Face to face. Get your lazy asses up and out. Okay. Yes. But I want to go into chivalry because that's not that cannot be dead either. Well, Please is, tell me that's will, not dead either. Well, I, I don't or think it I'll is. Just, I, think I we, don't know. We just have to probably establish some uh, ground rules of what is chivalrous today and how can chivalry and romance work within the confines of technology. And let's hope it's not lost. Let's be positive about because we're not going back. Unlike uh, some people we know who would like to go back and put down the mic you shush yeah so we know no we're not going backwards we're going forward so we need to be able to incorporate romance and chivalry and chivalrous behavior within the new technology that we are all incorporating yeah so this is really i think a very important part of the discussion today and we have um someone that we're going to be bringing on yeah we have we have a love mentor and she's a doctor okay good well and she knows exactly what we're talking about 
and we're going to get through this together. We are going to figure this out, and we're going to give you some great tips and skills and tools so that you all, no matter how old you are, you're going to go out and date like a superstar. Like a pro. And find true love. Well, you did. I did. I mean, look, we met online. So, yes, here, you know, it's, it, it's great. We met on Facebook. So it's not all bad. It's good. But it's, you got it. It's once you get offline, that's where you guys need to start, you know, flexing your muscles. Oh. Yeah. Okay. We are going to go to a break. Okay. And then we're going to come back on with uh, Dr. Diana Kirshner. Right on. So we'll be right back. Now, back to Dunn being single with dating badasses, Trevor and Robbie Sharp. Okay, we're back with m- maybe the biggest dating badass of them all, Dr. Diana Kirshner. I know she knows what we're talking about, and she's, <laughs> she's got our back here, okay? I'm going to bring her on, and let's introduce Diana. She's a love expert, psychologist, and best-selling author. Dr. Diana Kirshner is the CEO of Love in 90 Days, a great source of dating and relationship advice. Dr. Diana has handpicked and trained a team of love mentor coaches who have worked with tens of thousands of singles to create soulmate love. She's the author of the new books, Find Your Soulmate Online in Six Simple Steps, 30 Days to Love, Sealing the Deal, The Love Mentor's Guide to Lasting Love, and the best-selling dating book, Love in 90 Days, which is the basis for her one-woman PBS TV show, Finding Your Own True Love. Dr. Diana successfully ran the 90-day love challenge on the Fox Morning Show. Hmm. She's appeared on the Today Show, Oprah, Good Morning America, Nightline, and Access Hollywood. She's widely quoted in the New York Times, USA Today, Time Magazine, New York Post, the LA Times, Cosmo, oh my God, People Magazine, and maybe the Bible. I mean, she's <laughs> she's everywhere. You guys really, you guys what? really know how to do your uh, do your digging there. <laughs> Nobody loves the Bible more than I do. Right, she could be in it. She is quoted everywhere. But now for okay. the best show with Trevor and Robbie. Oh, yes, that's very sweet. Yes. Thank so, you, okay, Dr. Diana, welcome. Welcome to Done Being Single. Um, I know you agree with us that romance is a lost art. Do you believe that? I, I, I think that... It's can you unbelievable just, what, because, you know, the technology has exploded. We have 200 million singles globally now using digital dating every month. Every month. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's staggering. It's just staggering, and um, it has very uh, it has a tremendous upside, but it has a tremendous downside too. If you don't know what you're doing, right? And so I think, for the sake of uh, our audience, which I think skews a little bit older, um, as I said in the the opening remarks, that I I'm super worried about people under thirty. Uh, but I oh, I think yeah. I think there's hope for people 40 and over because they they did it at one point they were they knew how to work it they knew how to yeah. not well, date on their phones they actually know how to how to talk on the phone I, yes. I mean, honestly the millennials they they only know texting and it's uh, and they're actually afraid to talk on the phone I'm not kidding I mean we've mm-hmm. had them in our love mentor uh, program they're actually afraid to they don't know how to talk on the phone. They only know texting and then hooking up. 
um, which, you know, is the epitome of no romance. Wow. Uh, it's just an when empty you, deal, you know. When you encounter that uh, with uh, young people that are only comfortable texting, what's your first step in getting them to put the phone down, look at the other person, and converse? Well, the first step is to teach them how to converse because it is exactly what you said. No one teaches them, you know, to actually, you know, you have to start with the basics, like put your attention on the other person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Put your, ask the other person questions and look at them and enjoy them and see what you're enjoying about them. Notice that you like the hair or the eyes or something you like, you know. So it's, it's like bonding, bonding basics, really, really bonding basics. You know, um, and um, and they're you know they're fast learners and everything, but they're faced with a very challenging environment. You know, I mean, there are a lot of articles out there about how apps have basically uh, made people frustrated and burnt out and cynical, and they want to stop dating. I'd like to add another issue to that. What da- what dating apps have done, the perils. It I think it's also made people incredibly fearful. A rejection. Yeah. I think well, people are so, much so it's, it, yes. I'm sorry, go ahead. There's so much, perceived, well, see, you, you're matched on an app. You're matched, right? So here the person has, has uh, agreed, has liked you, swiped right, you know, and, um, and it, but what happens is 49% of the people never even connect with you. 49%. That's, that's like close to 50%, right? And if you don't know that, if you don't know that's what's actually going on, you think it's personal. Like, oh, my God, what's wrong with me? You know, I think that in hearing this, uh, I'm realizing that we are our own worst enemies. And what I mean by that is people our age, Trev and I do not have kids, but I think that people our age that do have kids and younger people that have had children, how many times you go to a restaurant and you see the kids with a phone or a tablet and they are oh. not engaged with the dinner that's going on, but they are doing apps and playing games. And and I think that this is the, uh, the new way that they uh, get through the day and it's the babysitter for the parents in a way. So this that's is concerning to me. That's a whole other conversation. But, I think that, but, but, but when that starts at a yes. five, six-year-old age – yeah. These kids, the stimulation that they're getting from these phones is not, they, they can't find an equivalent thing from a human being across the table right, from them. So right. this is, I think, a big issue, and maybe it's too big to tackle right now. Uh, that's another, yeah, that's I think huge. that's another episode. That's, that's a whole other show. You see, yeah, you see a whole family on their phones, four people, two children, two adults are all on their phones. It's, it's pretty, oh it's pretty right. horrifying. But um, yes. But uh, I, to get, I, bring I, that point, uh, Robbie, that point back to dating, uh, there are also guys with these apps who are just using it as a dating game, as a game, where they're trying to see how many women like them. Right. They have no interest, some of these guys, in actually pursuing anybody. They want to just see mindlessly how many people like them. So yeah, it can it's, be um, also a game. And women, too. It's obviously. a total ego boost. It's a just, mm-hmm. it's people just love it for the affirmation and the validation, which is a little sad. It's cowardly it's, also because you're, you're hiding behind an app and never really pursuing people because of the, the ability to swipe to the next person and get on to the next person and, and, and not really 
I don't think you're pers- are you pursuing it. Yes. Are you in- what? Where's your investment in that person? Uh, yeah. I just want to make I want to make a comment before we get on to other things about millennials. Okay, because I think there's a bigger issue going on with how millennials are now taught to feel entitled because um, they it, it, it's life seems to be easier. There's so many things that that, for example, in sports, everybody gets a trophy now. Um, there's no, um, no one gets rejected. Everyone's included. Everyone's a winner, which is not how life works. We didn't grow up that way. And it definitely, that is not how dating works. There is rejection (laughs) galore. It is built into the whole uh, gestalt of dating. But that is what makes you a better, stronger person. Rejection. How you deal with the rejection, too. Because some people have a... And I think they are, and kids are increasingly um, uh, fearful of being rejected. Okay, so let's move on to people our age. I want to hear hear Dr. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Dr. Opinion on that. Go ahead. Yeah, the whole key is to not take the whole thing seriously and to view it as a numbers game and to actually, believe it or not, expect nothing, expect nothing. And that's not to say that there aren't fabulous people to meet. I mean, we've had tons of uh, uh, of people in our love mentor coaching program who've met incredible people. I mean, incredible, even like multimillionaires and uh, people who are uh, really, you know, established writers, uh, journalists. I mean, really great matches, really great. But in order to be burnt out because of everything we're talking about, you have to take it as a numbers game and lower your expectations initially, lower them. You're not expecting anything. It's, it's kind of like you're ruling people out. Rule this one out, rule this one out, rule this one out. And, um, and in order to avoid uh, hanging out with the wrong person, you're going to proceed very rapidly to a phone call and a coffee date. That is, if it happens, that's to rule somebody out. Then eventually you get to the good ones, really good ones. Okay, so question for you, doctor. How do you rule someone in? Okay, let's just all agree that online dating is a visual medium, and Mm -hmm. people are visual. How do you rule people in if you can't get past their looks, if you can't and will not um, get out of your comfort zone? And if if it's all based on looks, how are you supposed to make a connection with I mean, you can't if it's if it's purely uh, superficial. Well, Th- this is an issue of mine. Well, women don't, they're not as visual. I mean, men are very, very visual. Uh, women are less visual, you know, so they're looking for something different. Um, when you, being smart about knowing that men are very visual, there's ways to actually use research to make yourself pop online. You know, you can use research. Now, what, is, what do I mean by that? Research uh, shows that men rate women who are wearing red as more beautiful. Okay. Uh, research shows that men who uh, see women wearing moderate amounts of makeup, they rate them as more beautiful. If they're looking into a camera and smiling and have longish, touchable hair, they're rated as more beautiful. And because this is a very rapid marketing kind of game, you know, this visual, your picture comes up, uh, you can actually use all those things. And we, 
it's fascinating because routinely in the coaching program, we will have people do a makeover and redo their photos, and they're like, whoa, all of a sudden, it's raining men. Well, just, just these simple things, you know, um, change the whole game. So the, the downside is that it's visual. The upside is that there's some really specific uh, research about how you can pop and how you can stand out. That's good. You know what? I forgot about all that. And you're correct. I have read that um, red is an attractive color. Men tend to it's look amazing. at women. Yeah, have, I forgot uh, that. We just have somebody put on a red scoop top, you know, with a little decolletage showing. Instantly, they have 20 more responses. I don't think it works for men, though. I don't think men should be wearing red. That doesn't... No, not unless you're Siegfried or Roy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, uh, uh, so yeah, that's probably true. Um, okay, so well, okay, it's, men uh, go well in uh, they go over well in power colors, power. So black, dark, dark blue. They also, if they show kind of an alpha quality, and and any kind of uh, difference makes you an alpha. So if you have a kind of weird hat on, a little strange, something that not everybody's wearing, or you're looking kind of cocky and the, uh, your hair is in a different kind of style than everybody else, that's, um, that's considered a little bit of an alpha look, an alpha male, and women right. are attracted to that. These are good tips. Give, how about a couple more? We only have a, a minute to a break, so uh, give us give us some more quick little tips like that. That uh, yeah. Men... Well, lead with uh, lead with what interests the opposite sex. You know, in your profile or headline or screen name, what interests the opposite sex. So, if you're a guy, you're gonna you could talk about you know you're into yoga and. Um, you know, you're a foodie or something like that. If you're a woman, you can talk about if you like sports, you know. Um, these things are very interesting. You don't, you lead with what the other, your partner is going to be interested in, right? And that draws them in and you have something to talk about immediately. That's uh, very smart. And we like that. We like mm-hmm. little tips like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And oh. positive, positive, positive. <laughs> Always. Uh, yeah, it has to be positive. But you would be surprised if people write. <laughs> no, I don't oh, no, contact me it. if you're a smoker. Don't contact me if you're this. Don't contact. Right. I literally, it was you know, I rewrite the, the some of the women who um, are in our program and they have a certain package. I actually rewrite personally, rewrite their profile. So I'm really close to Good this, for, and you can't believe how negative some of them are. Don't contact me if you do do do. You know, don't. Yeah, I, isn't that, yeah? I, I've read some of those as well. Uh, okay, we are going to go to our, our second break, uh, but we're going to come back with uh, Dr. Kirshner and uh, more points of more tips. So we'll be right back. And now, back to Dun Being Single with dating badasses Trevor and Robbie Sharp. So we just heard a sad story at the break. Our engineer, Josh, told us that he went on a uh, online date recently, and he's on LinkedIn. I guess that's the only social media platform he's on. And, and his date said to him, I'm sorry, I can't go out with you because you're not on Facebook or Instagram. I don't know can't anything about you. I, that's what I'm talking about. It's just a shame. I don't know what's, what is happening to people. Um, I mean, don't think I didn't Google my share of dates, you know, before I met you, Robbie. In fact, I may have Googled you, too. May so it does. Co- I'm sure you did. I did not Google you. You know that? Oh. I didn't. 
What? I did not Google you. Really? No. Oh. I did not. I used my own internal Google. I used my own uh, <laughs> internal GPS to figure you out. And you know what? I trusted it. I used I used something. <laughs> I used something called. We used to use it back in the day. It's called hmm, intuition, judgment. Uh, what else? Your uh, own. Raspberry. Your own sense of things. Of people, okay. I figured it right. That's I, what we used to do. I googled you, and I found. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> okay, no. That's um, funny. <laughs> uh, I want to say something, and I just got, forgot what okay. I wanted to say. Um, uh, where I want? Okay, so here's what we're going to get into: some some pointers on how to be chivalrous. How to be a gentleman? Well, I want to. Did we want to? I want to bring that up. Is that you know, chivalry and romance are they linked and intrinsically linked to you know each other? Uh, and so I want to get uh, Dr. Kirshner's uh, you know impressions on that. Uh, but I think that we we it's it's hard to be romantic in a technological age that we are in. I think when you're n- meeting somebody online, it's hard to show that you're romantic based on the apps that are presented us. So we have to wait for the real interaction to show that we can be chivalrous and have um, a caring word to say to a person that's going to make them want to. Right, which I think chivalry and courtship for sure go hand in hand. And that is also, we're losing our courtship abilities. We are forgetting how to court people. Um, courting is texting nowadays. Well, no more texting talk. Okay. okay. We, we've done that. Um, mm-hmm. Courting, courting uh, to me, and again, I know I'm old, um, but I think it just should never go out of style. Courtship should just never, mm-hmm. it is a beautiful um, romantic, sexy dance that you do with someone as you get to know them. And I don't think people are willing to put in the effort and the time because they're, they're lazy and they're fearful. And they're fearful of rejection. And I go back to this again because I think that's, that's a really big part of it. I mean, no one likes to be rejected. But that's, that's part of the deal, people. It's... Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, you kiss frogs. That's what happens in life. You don't, you're not always a, you're not always a winner. You kiss frogs, yeah, and then sometimes they turn into princes. And I think that uh, it's true that we are hardwired. We have uh, an archetypal dance in us that has to do with chivalry. It has to do with the male-female uh, kind of interaction, um, you know, for, you know, so many thousands of years, men were, you know, dragging home carcasses for food. The, the woman was receptive and uh, the male was more active at providing things. Uh, that translates these days into opening the door for her or paying the check for her, uh, that kind of thing. And that dance is still with us and it's hardwired into us. Now, these days it can also flow both ways, where the woman can be chivalrous back, but in uh, very great couples there's a lot of that romantic kind of uh, caretaking, protection, you know, that's, uh, that's really fabulous. In fact, 10% of the married couples in America, 10% are still madly in love. 
10%. They're still madly in love. And this has to do with them having that beautiful male-female dance. That sounds terribly low for a percentage for people, for couples. To well, be when you up. think about it, yeah, I mean, you know, but it's, it's a miracle that it's there. <laughs> okay. I guess you're happy for 10%. Uh, <sighs> I, I found an article it's, online about uh, acts, 23 acts of chivalry that men need to bring back from uh, Sophie Martin. She wrote it about five years ago. And a couple of them are just, you know, simple things that men should never uh, lose sight of. And that is, yes, holding the door open for people, whether it's a car door, a, a restaurant door, especially when they're carrying bags, whatever, anything like that. Uh, sharing an umbrella, uh, getting to know her parents, giving your coat to a Wait, woman you when sure she's about cold. That? I yes, and, and then when you meet the parents, getting to not know them, um, walking, walking women women to a door after a date. Oh my God! Yeah, hopefully not the back door. How about um, how about when you pick a date up, guys? Don't text from the car and say I'm out. I'm outside. Get get out of your car and go yeah. knock on the door. Yeah. But what if they're double parked? Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, what if you're in a, a, a no parking? <laughs> Go park. I, okay, I am all for that. Jesus. Um, leaving little notes around for her to find. I love uh, this. When the waiter comes, asking her what she'd like and letting her order first. Yeah. Simple thing. These are simple things. Oh, oh, and guys, don't be an asshole to the waiter. Oh, that's yes. always important. Or to anybody, actually, you know? Yes. That's really... Let that be uh, your mantra. No, that's not sexy, and it's not like alpha male. It's just you're just being a dick. Uh, standing up mm-hmm. for her if she's being spoken to aggressively, especially by another man. Um, well, that's enough to make her fall in love with you. If you do that, you become her champion, her knight. That's love. Yeah. And she falls hook, line, and sinker in love with you. Calling when you say you're going to call. Yes. <sighs> That is everything. Following through on what you oh say my God. you do. I think it's very yeah. important. Uh, it, it's being kind and respectful to wait staff when dining out. Oh, hello. We'll talk about See, that. I was ahead of the game. Um, this, yep. Here's an old one. Taking off your hat when you enter a room. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I haven't wow, even that, seen that one lately. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Um, remembering special days. Like, honey. Yes. Happy half anniversary today. Love you, baby. Thank I love you. you too, honey. Thank you. Oh, that's I, he did. Awesome. It's our half anniversary. I'll give you half a flower. <laughs> okay, so um, I'll, I'll give you half a blowjob. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I win. <laughs> no, no, it's very, very excruciating. <laughs> oh, I'll give you half one of those too. Okay. okay. So uh, let's see. Um, telling her you love her with no expectations. And just because it's true. Mm. Uh, walking on the outside of a sidewalk, especially if it's raining. Mm. Um, okay, I think we're wrapping all right, this you, up. But you I, know, so I just, it, yes. All of these things we should never yes, lose sight of. Never. And, um, it's not, it's oh, not like old really and beautiful. It, it, it's never old and silly and, oh, you know, you're so old fashioned. No, it's not. It's beautiful. And it needs to, we need to um, sustain it. We need to. Keep these old things, these rules going. So I think an, an important thing, though, is for women to be receptive to that behavior when 
it's presented to them because you don't want a oh, woman yeah. to all of a sudden be put off yeah, 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 by yeah. that. And if that puts somebody off, that man is going to think, well, I thought I was doing something nice. Oh, and okay. the woman could be, you know, I can get my own door. Or I, I, yeah. I don't know the yeah, example no, no. That's, that I'm talking right. about. Right, yes. Good yeah. point, Robbie, yeah. because here's what I find that a lot of women, um, they get turned, not turned off, but, you know, it takes a lot of balls to approach a woman. Come on, ladies, give them a give them a fucking break. Give guys a break. Mm-hmm. If someone mm-hmm. has the mm-hmm. finds the balls to go up to, which is unusual, at a bar or wherever, and strike up a little conversation at line at, in the line at um Starbucks or whatever, give him a break, man. Cut him some slack. Be nice. Don't think he's a perv. He's not. He's just he's doing what he should do. It's proper. It's not pervy. Be receptive. Yeah. Be gracious. Because you know what? One day, one day, you, you know, you never know. You never know when no one's going to approach you anymore. So get the fuck out right now. Yeah, that's what women do. Be appreciative. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're right. um, yes, ladies, be appreciative. It yes. takes it takes some um, some cur- courage. Uh, it takes courage. courage. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And I, yeah. I um, go ahead. Go ahead, Dr. Diana. Yeah, I, you know, the thing is, uh, you know, sometimes women can even get competitive. We have one woman in our, our coaching program, and she was always like, you know, the guy would want to pay for dinner and, and bring her flowers, and she was always, like, competitive with him. No, I'll pay. No, well, you know, no, that's too much, you know. And um, she had nobody. She wound up driving everybody away, and we had to actually work with her to be receptive, be receptive. Allow yourself to be treated beautifully. Allow yourself to have chivalry coming to you. And, you know, now she's just about engaged to a wonderful, wonderful guy because she's not, it's almost like cutting off the man's balls when you, mm-hmm. you, uh, you know, don't receive. It, it really is. It's like, oh, I can't, I can't please her. I, I just can't, I can't please her. I can't get it up to That's not good. You know? That, that's. That's a whole other episode that I want to do. Um, alpha women, how to be um, more, you know, if you're an alpha woman, how do you date an alpha? I know we've we've covered this in in previous episodes, but I know a lot of women that are successful and um, that are strong and independent, and that always that doesn't always work with for guys, and they don't know when to turn it no. off. They, they don't know yes, when exactly. and how to be a woman. Yes, and I, yes. I guess feminists are going to kill me now, but I'm sorry. I just, I go back to, um, you know, being old fashioned and, and allowing the man to be the, is this terrible? That's what my, my acupuncturist used to say, Chinese, let yes. the man, let the man be the man. Well, he told you about, told you. My yes. acupuncturist, <laughs> Chinese me. guy. He said, yes. can hardly, yes. you know, can I'm hardly. I'm a feminist, but I think that there's a beautiful dance, you know, that can go on. And and that is a big part of it. And then you can reverse roles, but but you want to be deeply into the uh, the the traditional. There's something about the the uh, traditional or the archetypal male female dance. And you can reverse roles. I mean, if you think about think about a Mal Clooney. Think about a Mal Clooney. You know, when she married George Clooney, it was very interesting. Here she is, very high powered. She is. There's one wedding photo. And uh, she's laying in, she, he's holding her up. She is completely laying down in complete pleasure, joy, and surrender. She, there's not, she's like kind of relaxed in his arms, like 
just laying there, completely soaking up, being held by him. Can you and blame her? I it mean, just really. tells you everything. <laughs> tells you everything. Well, it, it really does, but I think that. Uh, I don't think she'd be alone in that scenario. I think uh, there's about 300 million other women in the world that would probably <laughs> feel the same as her in that situation. Yeah, but he well, lucked I out, know, too. You know, but he did luck out. The thing is, you can have Absolutely. your own George Clooney. You know, you, everybody has their own their own cover to their pot, their own George Clooney. I really yes. believe that, and I find that. You know, once you... Once you feel deserving, you get your George Clooney. You know, it just doesn't look like George Clooney. But. No, I think it's a really great point, Doctor, to – I think every man has to uh, search for his inner George Clooney. And yes. Be, and be that. Yeah. Or your inner yeah. Clark Gable. Nothing wrong with Or that. your inner Cary Grant. I'm really aging myself you now, or dating myself Boy, right now. But, last 50, so, but come right, on. So. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's that. It, it's charm. It's, it's effort. It's being – it, it's just as sexy as hell. Even if yeah. you don't have a confident bone in your body, fucking fake it, people. Okay. Even if you're a woman, fake it. Fake we it are going, make it. <laughs> fake it to make it. We are going to our last break right now, and then we will be back with uh, Dr. Kirshner. And now back to done being single with married couple and dating ass kickers, Trevor and Robbie Scharf. So we are back with Dr. Diana Kirshner and everything that we've been talking about, how is technology killed romance? My question, Dr. Kirshner, is has technology helped romance in any way? What is oh, that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, one out of three marriages now uh, begin online and those marriages, believe it or not, are happier and longer lasting than marriages that begin offline. So, you know, the truth is, is that it's a tremendous benefit to have all these choices. You can get a much better fit, much, much better fit for yourself, you know. But you have to know what you're doing because mm-hmm. it is overwhelming. You know, it's just, it, it can be completely overwhelming. But once you know what you're doing, you can get an amazing match. So finding, you know, love online, it, it does enable you to really uh, kind of tailor, pick what it is you like, don't like, want, don't want in some in a mate and, you know, refine it as much as possible. Uh, when are you, you know, when is everybody done looking? This is the, the kind of the crux of our show. When are you, when do you come to that moment when you are done looking? When you are done being sick. Well, you know, I you know, I, I talk about three criteria. One is the person crazy about you. Three or two, are they willing to grow? And three, are they meeting the basics in terms of having some chemistry, uh, similar goals and values, that kind of thing? And if you're with somebody like that, um, some magic can happen over time. And after about two months of consistently improving contact, you can begin to move into an exclusivity. Um, and we haven't, we didn't have time to talk about that, about how you find those people, or, but, um, go ahead. You, know, you, you, have, you have some time. You can, if you have some, you know, yeah, ideas well, on it's that. important, you know, to, uh, to work online. Uh, you know, I like people being on a larger site like match. I'm not affiliated with match and then a smaller boutique site, maybe like J date or an app. Uh, they can try Tinder, uh, as I said before, but you lower expectations. If you're a woman, you can follow the tips we gave you before, wearing the red, the moderate makeup, the eye contact with the camera. If you're a guy, power look. You want a power look. 
Um, and, um, and then also go to what I call mentastic or womantastic activities. <laughs> Great. Mentastic and womantastic activities. What are those? Those are actual activities, and this speaks to your problem with people not knowing romance and not knowing how to interact, because these things are great. These activities are activities with lots of the opposite sex in them that you happen to love, that you happen to love. So, you know, if you're uh, looking for uh, a guy, uh, you might, you're a woman and you love uh, geeky stuff or artificial intelligence, you go to meetups about that. You can meet some interesting people. You can go to um, other kinds of events that have lots of men in them. They're not singles events, you understand. These are things you want to go to. If you're a guy and you happen to be into yoga, you go to yoga and you're going to be surrounded by girls, by I women. I say that all the time, yes. Right? And, and here mm-hmm. you have something to talk about because it's something you're enjoying and you're interested in, right? So, this, you know, we have lots of people in the mentoring program who are meeting amazing people. And if I can add something to that, I mean, even if you're a guy who's completely out of shape, don't feel bad about putting on some, you know, yoga pants or some gym clothes and being in a class with a lot of women who are in great shape. They're not going to be really snickering at you. They're going to be admiring you for the attempt and giving you credit for being there. And you may have a couple of really tough sessions that are going to be, you're going to be sore and pay the price a couple of days later. But if you can continue doing it, uh, you you might make some friends there. And that's a good start. I would yeah, also say. And by um, the way, they're not all in perfect shape. No, they're not. <laughs> no. Nobody is. Come but on. but yoga, classes, <laughs> yoga classes are gold, mine, gold mines of girls. That is true. Um, I yeah. would recommend that to any guy. Okay, so here's here's a really like old school. This is totally OG thing that I used to do that people just won't do anymore. But I'm going to suggest it. Um, go to if you're alone and you're a woman and you don't like going to bars alone. Who who does? Go to a coffee place. Go to Starbucks or Coffee Bean or anything in the mornings uh, where you know you're going to see people, meet people, and bring. Don't bring your phone. Bring something else to read. Like a newspaper? Yes. I mean, this is really bad. I sound like I'm 900 years old, but I'm sorry. It's when you're you're on a phone. Yeah. Yeah. No one, if you have your head down in a phone, no one's going to talk to you. Am I right? right? Yeah. And I think a newspaper is better than a book because a book, you don't want to be interrupted if you're reading a book. I used to do that. That was, that was, that's a hot tip, ladies. I would go yeah, to this coffee place here in, you know, in town and I bring a newspaper and those are also um, going the way of the pterodactyl newspaper. So hurry up, uh, get a subscription <laughs> to, before they all, go, before newspaper, news, newspapers become extinct. And then, um, and then I want to talk to the guys. I have a tip for the guys. It's time for that tip, tip because of the week. we are running. Oh, you know what? We It is. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's uh, okay. Tip of the week. Okay. Yes. I have a little bit of a long-winded tip of the week. <laughs> oh, no. Make it short. It's Well, it's. it's we have. A, I, it, we got to get it, there's to There's good uh, stuff in it. Okay. Pictures. All right, guys. I'm going to. I'm speaking to you guys. All right. If you are serious, and this is, this is in my blog. If you are really serious about meeting someone, act like it. Did I say it was in my blog or my book? To my block. Act like it. Plan something. Set an intention. Put your best foot forward because they are too, and it's your job to set the tone. You don't have to hand wash your car or put a playlist together, but Jesus, open a door. Engage. Do what Robbie tells you to do. Ask questions. 
be interested and interesting. Order dessert together. Pick up the check. Effort, effort, effort. Put some into it. You get back what you put in. Now, if there's no connection, that's okay. That's all part of dating. But don't act like your time was wasted or that you were ripped off. Magic is hard to find. Your parents had to kiss mm-hmm. a lot of frogs before they met you. So, so before they met, so why shouldn't you? The internet does not hack that for you. And if you think it should, you're entitled and don't have the tools to build a relationship. So stop dating until you grow the fuck up. Okay. Dr. Christian. <laughs> uh, so, Dr. Christian, we want to give you a, a minute to let us know how people can find you and what you have out available and what's coming out for you. Yes. Uh, well, I'm at loveinnindaydays.com, and I'm very excited to offer all your listeners a, a session. I have this team of amazing love mentor coaches, and we uh, have helped people, tens of thousands of people all over the world. We can help you with your profile, with meeting people, whatever your issue is. And you can have a free 40-minute session with one of them by phone or Skype. And all you need to do is uh, go to loveinnindaydays.com. That's loveinnindaydays.com. Click on the coaching tab. And here's the important part. When you fill out the form, please say... Treva, we'll just say Treva sent me. We'll just put Treva in there. It's easier to remember. Treva sent me because that way I can guarantee you get your session. Uh, if you don't, uh, sometimes we have to turn people away. We get too many requests. But just go to Love in 90 Days, sign up for the coaching, and put in Treva sent me, and you'll get one, and you will be thrilled, really. I mean, it's amazing. Amazing what happens in those sessions, a free 40-minute session. It's That's amazing. That's incredible. What a what a. Please take advantage of it, everybody out there. It sounds great. This um, has been great. Yes. Wonderful hour. Yeah, it's been a Thank wealth you, of information. Kirshner. Yes. It's been fantastic. I Very really enjoyed you. And, and you guys who are listening, you know, this is fabulous. All these tips will work more time. And don't quit before the miracle, you know. Don't quit before the miracle. There is a miracle coming. Beautiful. Well, right. Well said. Uh, thank you, called, everybody. And it's called the elections of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I alone can fix it. I've, That's enough. I... All right. Uh, so, uh, yes. Uh, thank you, Dr. Kirshner. Thank you to our listeners. And uh, thank you, honey. I love you. I love you so much. And uh, I'm so glad I found you on Facebook. Or you found me on Facebook. Something we found like each that. other we on Facebook. Here's other. to Facebook. Okay. I mean, Here's I know Facebook. there's sort of, you know, not... It's okay. They're, they're in a- it worked. And we will be back next week with a brand new show. So everybody have a great week. See you next week on Done Being Single. 